This is Shaka Wart Speak. Hello. Hi. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, my mom was texting me again. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, let me check out. I'm just, re- I'm just reading my mom. Hold on, everybody. Welcome to Shaka Wart Speak. Um, you're never supposed to check a text while doing a podcast, <laughs> but we don't play by the rules. No, I'm right. just kidding. We're rebels, I, I really like, rebels just, like that. We're rebels like that. We're checking text messages. So what's, what's going on, uh, team? Uh, Fellas, no. dudes? Um, new semester started up, so it's like uh, same old, same old on one hand, but a uh, completely new group of students. Uh, yeah, a lot of things are different. So... Um, yeah, that's where I am right now. I mean, that's where you are. It's where we've been for the last week or so um, in in like a real crucible sense, mm-hmm. uh, you know, longer before that. Um, how about you, Cody? Yeah, it's actually a funny timing. Um, I don't work in university, but I do work in corporate training. And I'm actually this past week kind of stepping out of a class that I was teaching and starting to prep for a class that's starting Tuesday, about 20 people. Nice. Awesome. Mm. So we're all kind of in the same boat, which yeah. is good. Which which kind of makes sense for the topic that we're uh, we're covering. Um, you know, when when new things or old things that have their seasons pop back up, um, life is there. We're all human. We're engaged in a number of different kind of spheres of existence. You know, social, relational, work, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a lot of spaces that we operate, and uh, we all have the exact same amount of time every day. Mm. So we got these weird variables we're at play with. So. What we're going to be talking about today is um, first in however many we don't know. We'll see how these go. Um, uh, talking about soft skills. You've heard us talk about this before in the past. Um, the things that are not like the classroom learned skills that are kind of repeatable and don't have the same sort of metrics for measurement. So you can't really sit there and be and say something like, I am, I am uh, metrics based, a better communicator than you. Hey, how about this? Yeah. What we understand is soft skills for our current time are exceedingly becoming like hard skills. That's a fun conversation to have. Yeah. Mm, Say more. Because uh, less people possess them and fewer fewer still find them difficult to obtain too. Yeah, we we mentioned this briefly in a conversation we had uh, a few episodes back. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not hearing like an echo, reverberation, anything. Okay, good. Yeah, so the... uh, But the... A few episodes back, the the conversation with Dre kind of had some points about soft skills. Mm, and yep. one of the things that kind of came up in that conversation was um, perhaps they were always kind of assumed, mm-hmm. right? You didn't, they didn't, because of the way that society operated yes. and different things were not around, um, that our interactions uh, were at a different place mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, they didn't have to be taught. Because they were picked up, they were kind of caught, right? They were yeah, taught, so maybe culturally they were caught. communicated. They yeah. were culturally yeah, yeah, communicated yes. because of differences yep. in culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the soft skills were things that we just kind of acquired, yep. right? Through like family life, neighborhood yeah. life, things like that. Yeah, they're so they're they're kind of like um, almost accidental to certain values, but in that sense, socially conditioning norms that uh, given your personality and capacity you may or may not catch to various degrees. And so so like it creates these kind of averages that allow one to assume them as givens until that's not the case. Right. Yeah. 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 So a lot of the things, like if you just Google soft skills, you'll find a list of things that um, 
are not they're not unique to a certain career path. They're not yeah. unique to a certain type of person. They're just things that we all engage with because we're humans and we have interaction with one another in the world around us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to talk a little bit about soft skills because, um, as we've also mentioned in previous episodes, uh, there are studies that have been coming out for the last five or ten years that are showing that in terms of um, ability in college students, adults, beyond, yes. um, the area that we are lagging most behind, most, you know, you've heard for decades, oh, like, we're not great with math and science on an international stage. And now it's at a point where pretty much internationally, like, soft skills are, are plummeting. Yes. Soft skills are rare skills. They are. So hard they're defined hard to find skills. And so they, they become more like um, buried treasure mm-hmm. or myth. Ooh, um, myth. Yeah. And so as things progress, things uh, come out of focus and, and sometimes never return actually. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just have decided that you'll never not hear, hear me dance around topics of where we're headed in transhumanism because it's, it's actually real and it's really mm-hmm. happening. And all I want to say about that is as we're moving into a more machine like behavior, um, that's in part to do with why it is that soft skills become less and less relevant. Yeah, because um, you don't need them. Because if they're you're not, interfacing with a computer or if you're interfacing yeah. as a computer, like you don't have They're offset. They're not required because of different kind of processes mm-hmm. that's working itself out that diminishes that and incre- replaces it with something else. The question is, what is that and do we want it? Which is for another day. Right. But um, we've talked about that. But but it is always lurking in the conversation. So not to belabor that point, but just to say that it, it bears on this conversation, on this series on soft skills. Um, and then also... Um, yeah. So then, and then we're talking keenly about time management today. Yeah. So I, I got some thoughts on that when, when, whenever you guys want to. Like, yeah. I think, I mean, off. just, you know, a little bit more uh, with soft skills. If there's anybody that's kind of like, no, 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 I think they're all, the, they're all fine. You know, they're just, they're just changing. We're just, you know, progressing to a new set of soft skills. Um, yeah. It's all the same thing. Like, you know, if changing, progressing to something else, not being there, they, it's all the same outcome. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter like what color you paint the horse, it's still a horse. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, like when we talk about this, there are certain things that like uh, when we talk about soft skills, there's there's kind of like flags in the ground that I'm not going to uh, pick up. Uh, mm-hmm. And those are things like communication. Um, even uh, if you look at kind of just whatever the socially accepted norms at the time are for communication etiquette, any of those sort of things, like the ability to just respect the other person mm-hmm. on the other side of the table yep. that you're talking to, that you're asking about something. Um, you know, that's one of those sort of like flags. Like, I don't care what happens to our society at any point or where our culture goes. Like, that's something I can't let go of and mm-hmm. say, like, I can't, I can't form a case in my head for why that would need to disappear. Yeah. yeah because yeah, yeah. that's, that's dehumanization. Yeah, that's right. So question, um, just to sort of, sort of, of set some, some, don't say it. Okay. <laughs> set some, some foundation. Are soft skills exclusively social? I don't think they're exclusively social. Um, when you think it's a about good question. It's a great, it's a great question. Um, I think they probably are exclusively non-technical. That might be maybe the best way we can stick an umbrella over them. So you're going to have things that are that are just individual, right? So uh, like time management, for example, you could view that as largely an individual soft skill that sometimes plays into a social space, but wouldn't be definitionally at its core 
a social skill. Mm-hmm. Um, there is in the sense that like there's you the can't accidental disconnect. benefit that is social mm-hmm. in relationship to the the soft skill of time management, but it's not pri- its primary. Uh, place in the equation is not social. And we would say it's not technical because you can't, time management doesn't produce a specific thing or outcome. It's a way of doing many different types of things to get many different types of outcomes. I think also technical is you can't, uh, you can't necessarily offload education into like a mechanistic repetition, right? So there is a, there's a real world, interaction element like there's a doing of it not a simulation well what's nice about what happened what's nice about what you're saying is we've actually been trying you know go back and look (laughs) at dewey like just look at education and so that's what's happened is because we've tried to do that what the fruit of that is a mechanized human being that actually has lost the ability to be human so to your point so you can do it but at great cost to actually being human which is what we're enduring right now yeah because if you take something like um just to go back into communication if i was like here this is how you interact with people here are four choices all that is is that's that's a loop that uh, a binary minded machine can sit and go through and say based on things like probability or keywords i can make some sort of ai model that Mm -hmm. tells you exactly how you should talk to somebody in this moment Mm -hmm. and if you have gmail you experience this every time you send a reply to someone yep because it pops up and tells you exactly what you should be typing. And half the time they're wrong because mm. it is not a machine technical skill. It is an interpersonal skill. So you don't understand what it looks like for me to communicate or joke. You don't understand what it looks mm. like for me to humanize you through conversation that is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't understand what it looks like to uh, disarm somebody by using humor or something like that. Um, I'm feeling judged right now because sometimes the Google predictions are I mean, like good for me. And now I'm like rethinking how I communicate with people. <laughs> like, am I not humanizing that person no, enough I, when I email them? I'm not going to lie. I mean, like email is a is a particular type of communication. So there's going to be a particular type of uh, kind of like sorcery that you can apply to it to yeah. make it work. Surprise, surprise. I, I tend to opt towards more uh, formal style email. Well, and some people would say this because you've learned a particular type of soft skill. And that's not a problem with that, right? Um, I think that, um, but within all these ideas of soft skills, it really is this thing about what makes you human. And so the main space that when I hear people talk about soft skills, they talk about them in reference to kind of like hiring or um, promotion or acceptance into like a certain program or a certain thing. So Yeah, like a secret society or something. (laughs) Or like an art gallery. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like anything like that, right? So so it's like acceptance into a thing and what it looks like. And so um, what they'll say is like on paper, these two people are exactly the same. But the thing that makes one shine over the other is the soft skills. Yeah. And that is like really it's their ability to be human uh, because we can create we can create mechanized, uh, perfect resumes. And there yeah. are tools out there and bots that will do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we want to actually do is make people that can be people with other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also there's also which we won't go into. So bear with me, but there's also a competing uh, aggregate, like a competing mech, like a mechanism. So intersectionality is a kind of a com- competition to what you're saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is something we have something to put out there in the, in the atmosphere of this conversation is like what will trump soft skills is intersectionality. 
Okay, so you you. So I'm just I'm just putting that on the table. Does, no, does yeah. that make sense? So like no, it because does it's make a different. Sense. It exists as a kind of um, currency, an ideological framework that can short circuit your best soft skills. Yeah, and so it's a metric. It's it can, a metric. It can be a it's metric. A metric. That, yeah, it's an impl- impl- so yeah. it's it's worth saying that depending on who's listening, that is relevant to you or not. But um, that's a whole discussion that I wish we could have, and maybe someday we will, in with some more people because I think these things need to be talked about. But um, I think that that also just adds some weight to why we would have this conversation, right? Um, because if you if you look at where the cultural values are, they're they're really in places of uh, you know not to belabor it, but they're in places of, of power hierarchies more than competency hierarchies. And so what happens is you have people that don't have soft skills and the they're and therefore also because of their lack of soft skills, their competency can't be voiced as it's, it, you know, imagine soft skills is almost like an amplifier of your competency in a certain mm. kind of, or a, okay. or a amplified facilitator connector of your competency. And so what happens is because you lack soft skills, well, now your competency is also in relationship to power dynamics, which may or may not require competency predicated on another factor and so you have this dilemma and it's it's being wrestled with right now and so you have hiring and firing and um gosh look at look at the housing scenario that just popped i won't say what it is but just look at um college housing in berkeley and the requirements for who can actually get housing and who can't and also the stipulations for how it is that certain people can actually even be near the housing. They have to get permission by a person who lives there and only one at a time. I won't say what. You just go look it up and tell me what you think about it. But the point is that that's a power dynamic. That's not a competency issue or a humanized issue, right? And so uh, landing the plane on what I'm trying to say is you have to know uh, what your giants are, uh, Um and you have to understand that even with soft skills, you're still dealing with, dealing with the giant, which makes it more urgent to also address your competency as it relates to the soft skill, mm-hmm. um, because you, you need to be at your best um, in a humble way to sort of face down um, uh, things that may or may not uh, be for your good. Yeah, you know, in, in ways that this that the world is operating right now that may or may not be for anyone's good. Yeah, and I think you know to uh, to piggyback on that um, is even to say like even like we can we can kind of instrumentalize or create put turn soft skills into a tool, but mm-hmm. also like the the humanistic reality of these soft skills is that they they are actually kind of central to who we are as human beings and how we function. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's something just hugely important in my mind in those soft skills because the more that they erode. The, the more it, it is harder and harder for me to understand what a human is mm-hmm. in some ways, you know, because if I if I have a failure to be able to communicate or to understand my time or if I have a failure to, um, you know, do a number of other things, then what like how how can I be relational? How how in, these things actually help me know and be known? Mm-hmm. Right. They 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 aid in that. They, they do a number of other things. So just looking at this, we have things like listening is mm-hmm. a soft skill which is amazing because most people don't actively listen. They passively yep. listen because they, they are patiently waiting to just talk. Yep. Right. Um, positivity, motivation, uh, creative thinking, adaptability, right? These are things that are part and parcel as I understand a human. Um, but if they're going away, if they're harder to come by, then that not only implicates the past and present, but it also pushes into a future that I don't know mm-hmm. that I like. Um, 
so I think there's a lot of reasons to really dig in yeah. and have a conversation about soft skills. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the last kind of big, big sort of question before we get into some specifics for me is like, why would we specifically care about this stuff within spaces of art and design in creativity and making? Mm -hmm. Why would the soft skills matter? Because, I mean, we all know making is tough, mm -hmm. right? Creative practice is tough mm -hmm. and it requires a lot of technical, hard skills. Mm -hmm. So why can't we just focus on that and then just be kind of like awkward and silent? Yeah. Well, I, I have something later that I think answers this in part. So that's what I'm pausing on. Um, just a thought that is, you know, kind of in my head and in light of talking about time in, in particular, but the, um, you know, it comes back to things that we've said, but, it, but the question becomes whether or not we believe that it's true. And so one of those is, um, exchange of information in, in oftentimes the most impactful way has something to do with like, and I'm going to say some things that maybe I haven't thought about long enough, so I may retract, but it has to do with, um, oh gosh, it's an authentic inhabitants of yourself in a way that others recognize as authentic mm -hmm. with consistency enough to trust it. Soft skills bring that forward. Mm -hmm and contextualize the work we do. And unfortunately, the idea that it's always strictly about the work you do or like the thing you made um, doesn't always carry for everybody, mm, right? Yeah. It doesn't necessarily, things don't stand independently. They stand yeah. in, in a matrix of, of mutually reinforcing or contradicting um, objects and subjects and reality, reality as it is. Your work doesn't actually speak for itself. Yeah, it actually exists in a context, right? And it comes from somewhere, and it's part of it's part of something else, and it's made from that which was to that which is, and it's so there's conditions, and so when you are likable, when you are a human, um, meaning transfers differently. So that's why I say things like make art within for your friends, and then go out and make more friends. Make art with and for your friends is to say that is to is to to place a relational demand on yourself and others mm -hmm. uh, to know and be known to such an extent that there is an authentic interaction there, which opens up greater possibility for the exchange or enriched um, interaction of meaning and value at the yeah. at the deepest level. And um, so that's why places in the past have fought hard to seem authentic. You know, that's why Starbucks for a time was like, try to know your name kind of thing. Because right. they were trying to simulate mm -hmm. authenticity and just enough to make you feel a little better when you're there getting your generic coffee at your generic coffee place at, at every street corner. Mm -hmm. um, so, so there was a recognition, it was, but then it was the commodification of the experience. Um, and I'm not saying that's good or bad, but it still points to the fact that humans can only be known and know so many people. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you become like a disconnected voice from what you make, uh, people can uh, reciprocate in less than humane ways as well. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're a very detached designer, uh, or painter and, um, you want your work received well and utilized or displayed, but you don't treat people humanly at all because mm -hmm. you, you lack this kind of authentic possession of your of, of inhabiting yourself uh, while then facilitating um, or utilizing the soft skills that you have to 
to bring about connectivity, right? Right. Um, and so what happens is uh, um, you're one dimensional in that your focus is on getting what you need, but you fail to see how it's always relational. So then when the person plays back to you a, a um, disconnected, inhuman, dehumanized response, that's offensive to you. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you shift the grounds of why that shouldn't happen, not onto yourself and the way you carry on, but onto the object. You say, well, the Mm -hmm. object warrants you treating me a certain way. Well, why should the object mediate that to such an extent that it excludes from you from also being human? Yeah. And so a lot of artists are very inhumane, but they expect to be treated humanly. So they've bought, and so what they tend to do then is wrap that idea into uh, a kind of quasi uh, identity idea that excuses them. And so uh, so what happens? Well, there's not enough humans representing in a humanly way uh, the makerliness of makers. And so then other people that are not makers go, well, we don't really need to, we don't need the arts because they don't see the makers behind the arts as important because those folks are, are stepping away into dehumanized forms. So yeah. it's like they can be as washed away and discarded as the technology itself. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's easy because there's no relational. Here's the thing. When you know and love somebody, you feel guiltier when you mess up with them. Yeah. When mm-hmm. you don't know somebody and they're just a number, you f- you may feel guilt, but it won't be guilt really for them because you won't have a them to feel guilty towards. So when the artists are not human and real, uh, there's less weight or concern for the voice that's actualizing through the design or through the practice and through the the making. So we've, we've, um, uh, you know, when I, you know, there's like the whitewashed tombs metaphor. Mm-hmm. So the outside looks pretty good, but the inside is rough. Yeah, uh, yeah. The inside needs help. And so a lot of times artists are whitewashed tombs. They're, they make things that look shiny and new and nice, but on the inside they're rot. And so me too, you know, I'm not saying this in a judgmental way. I'm just saying descriptively we've bought into this idea. So then you get people that have soft skills. I've watched this happen and they are authentic, but there's no cachet in that. And so they vacate that. They no longer inhabit their authentic self in that sense, which is a highly problematic term that I'm saying, which I normally wouldn't say, and I can't believe I said it. So, you know, I don't typically talk about authenticity, but uh, I don't know how else to say it right now. So so what they do is they vacate that into the false shell assumptions around what an artist or designer is, whatever mm-hmm. those are, whenever those are. Yeah. And then they try to inhabit that inauthentically to get what they want. And um, it becomes purely transactional and mm. disposable. And lo and behold, we live in that world. Yeah, and I think there's, you know, in, in that space, one of the things that I was thinking of as you were talking is, um, you know, another reason I would say, Cody, to your, to your question of like, are these social things? Why mm-hmm. I would push against that is I think that there are things that, um, that soft skills are things that you own that can be used with other people. So it's like, you know, this isn't, we're not, we're not play acting when we talk about soft skills, just because somebody else is in the room, right? We're not like acting better because somebody's around or talking in a certain way because they're around. Soft skills should be something that kind of, um, that there is some sort of embodiment that happens, that Mm -hmm. they're internal to who you are uh, in ways where somebody might say, oh, they're a good communicator, not, you know, or they might say, Cody, you're a great communicator. Mm -hmm. Um, And not like, oh, Cody, you're a great communicator with Ryan. You know, there's a, it's a very different, you know, it may just sound like semantics uh, in, in one part of the conversation, but I think it's a very different quality to mm-hmm. what that is. If it's only transactional, if it's only 
uh, interpersonal in specific places. Um, you know, some people might call that fake. So, you know, sitting there talking about authenticity, I think it's a great time to bring that up, even mm-hmm. though it is such a loaded problematic word, uh, within the space. But, um, you do want it to be authentic in the very real, like, you know, dictionary definition of it and that it is not unreal, but it is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, any of those soft skills I could think of, um, would be things I would want them to be, uh, I would want them to grow into an authenticity within a person, mm-hmm even if they don't use them on a day to day with other folks. So they don't become just tools or transactional items. Yeah. Right. Because then we start to do it where it's like, Oh, soft skills are something that get me something. And it's mm-hmm. like, nah, that's, that's not what it is. It really is about showing respect. Soft and skills are like, this is, I'm making this up really fast. Soft, soft skills are almost like the glow that, um, before there are specific things that are almost like an emanation that mm. uh, 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 emanates from someone in their general disposition. And then what happens is the skill is the implementation of the soft, the relational categories of the soft skills, like, or it's the wielding of the soft skill. So it's sort of a part and parcel to your general disposition mm-hmm. and, yeah. and therefore it becomes wieldable in uh, appropriate and proper ways according to the occasion and your relationship with the person, but also the relationship you're trying to possibly build or cut out in that, in that, with that person. So, yeah. Well, we've talked about, you know, in previous episodes as well, this idea of like, you know, a lot of things building towards a character of a person, yeah. right? that they, they push you towards a growth in character. And it seems like one of these things where it's like, oh, if you're, um, like if you're a great time manager, mm-hmm. then there's probably a character attribute that we would put underneath that, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it's one of those words you might say, well, I don't, I don't have that attribute. Well, growing in soft skills can actually help to increase that character, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a stagnant, dormant thing. It doesn't have to stay put. Yeah. Um, and so um, it can be something that's activated and sort of grown. Um, and I think that so in that respect, like the soft skills are tied innately to the people themselves and not just instrumentalized yeah, towards they're, someone they're else. Not, they're not neutral entities existing outside of us that mm-hmm. we grab and put on or download like an app. Yeah. 100%. So they, they're not, they're not a tool that you can grab, but there are, there are aims you can, you can, um, look, look to, um, exhibit like you can see it in the abstract and think about the abstract, hence a podcast like this, and then start to think about what, what is it going to take for me to foster, some better soft skills. Yeah, I don't know how to shake people's hand. I don't know how to put look people in the eyes. I don't yeah. know how to be on time. I don't know how to um, uh, finish a task. I don't know how to like. What are the things you don't know how to do? And then work. Where, what can you do to start to do them? Yeah. Um, and not and not in a way that gives you assurance of success for your identity, but actually just gives you assurance of doing it again, mm-hmm. so that you can repeat the step and get better. Um, and um, and not because your effort is going to be confirmed by other people immediately. It may go unnoticed for a while. Um, and I think that's important that, uh, this is what I was telling you guys earlier about like seeds in the ground. It's like a lot of the growth is happening unnoticed underground mm-hmm. and you'll be messing things up if you impatiently dig up the seed that's being broken up instead of just letting it bake in the sun under the ground until the, until the sun calls the, 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 the garden flower or, vegetable out of the ground Mm -hmm. until it decides to finally break ground and show itself. Mm -hmm. And so you have to work at the seedling level until it breaks ground and shows itself and things grow in different soil and things grow differently in different soil, but they also grow under different conditions and they also grow according to their kind. 
And so these attributes that are, are characteristic, that are uh, a part of our character formation, um, if you have no character, if you are a low character person, uh, these skills may not grow well, or you may be a sociopath. Yeah. So that you're really good at keeping time because you're a sociopath. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you're sociopathic. Like you, you can do these things, but you could give a rip about anybody. Right. Um, so, you know, um, um, or you're driven by narcissism. So you do things, but you have like extreme narcissistic tendencies. So you're like really self-focused. So you're going to do this because it, it shows you better, but it's, it's, it's going to lack the authenticity thing, which is like elusive, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to pin down, but it's intuitive. Like you, 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 you get, you know, and, and then, you know, we, th- this activates phrases like, Hey, they're, I'm a good judge of character. You know, what does that mean? What are you basing that on? Well, it's intuitive, mm-hmm. you know, you can't quantify it, but it's something, mm-hmm. you know, and th- that gets into the, I think the organic messiness of this conversation a little bit and like lets it stay dirty. Mm-hmm. Like you can't get too sanitized and that's, to you, and that's what you were saying earlier is it, it's non-technical. Yeah. Yeah. It's not mechanistic. It still has to stay dirty. Mm-hmm. It can't, it can't, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a race you run that we have no finish line. For. Yeah. And so, but you know, Cody, you've been kind of furrowing your brow and, and nodding and things. So it sounds, it feels like you have something you want to say. No, no, this is, this is good. Um, I'm just, I'm just soaking it in. You're soaking <laughs> it in. Well, so here's the thing I want to point out there. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, um, no, but no, yeah. no. I, yeah. So um, what I was going to say is, you know, just as, um, you know, just kind of introduction to all this, um, maybe like a summary of like kind of the key points. All right. So the, so the soft skills are things that, you know, you can't really sit down in a classroom and teach, even though we've tried, mm-hmm. um, look how it's turned out. Um, these are things that um, can be used and oftentimes are used interpersonally, but they are not exclusively interpersonal, um, that they uh, likely point to uh, some sort of character underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, and character is such a dynamic thing in that it is not not there or there. It is always in development toward or away from mm-hmm. personal and interpersonal flourishing. Um so I think there's a lot of kind of like spaces for this, but also I think the last kind of point in introduction that I like to make is even though it is not technical, there are technical parts. So you're talking about the like messy organic nature of it. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I want to point out is um, I can't wake up tomorrow and say I'm going to be a great baseball player. Mm-hmm. I can't wake up tomorrow and say I'm going to be a great computer uh, coder. I can't wake up tomorrow and do a lot of those things because there are skills that are needed. Yeah. Well, the soft skills undergird all those things but I can start with small things. So uh, even though as, as humans in the current cultural moment, we have a tendency to hear something and go, ah, mm-hmm. and freak out and say, I can't do all those million things and you're just making me anxious and it's all terrible. It's like, nobody's asking you to. So what we can do is we can talk about the importance of things, why they might matter, why they matter to this field specifically, but then we can also give you a few handholds to say, hey, uh, you might agree with all the um, sort of um, broad ranging subjective things Mm -hmm. now here's an objective thing you can do Mm -hmm. you can set an alarm you can shake a hand you can do Mm -hmm. x y z so i I feel like this series is going to give us a lot of both of that yeah Mm -hmm. which is a bit of one and a bit of the other so y'all got any kind of closing things in the introduction part i was was just going to sort of chip in that that last thing you said i think is really good because you know if, if we think about soft skills as being sort of like these conditions surrounding different ways that we go about our lives. Um, it's important to touch on like you can do specific things can that can help increase those soft skills or give opportunity for the development of the soft skills. And to use the sort of garden analogy, maybe not exactly the way you were using it, Ryan, but mm-hmm. like 
if you would say like a soft skills is within the constraints of what I'm saying right now, like sort of like the the conditions of the soil mm-hmm. that have the potential to grow a lot of different things mm-hmm. and the deficiencies of soil can stunt the growth of a lot of different things. You couldn't, it would be silly to say, I'm really going to like build up and make this amazing soil that's really great and um, it's got a lot of potential and then never actually try to grow anything. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that you can actually figure out how your soil's doing is to actually try to grow something. Hmm. And then however it turns out, that starts giving you pointers. Oh, here's how I might need to develop the soil. Yeah. So you've got that dynamic interplay of like, we want these soft skills, but we do actually have to like go out and do specific things. I can't just right. practice time management. I have to practice time management while trying to do a project. <laughs> yeah, <more. it's>, these, <laughs> that's why I said these things are accidental to mm-hmm. aim and intentionality. Mm-hmm. And so if you invert that, it doesn't work. You become clumsy and weird and awkward and socially off time with what's going on. But if you're doing something, if you have an aim, so you have to have goals for your life and an aim for your job or your project or whatever it is. And then the soft skills are the wake that comes from the forward momentum. And as those get better, they kind of um, reinforce and, and help the facilitation of the aims that you have, mm-hmm. um, you know, in many respects. And the whole time we're talking, when you started doing your um, summary, mm-hmm. I because I'm brain debris, yeah, yeah. All I had in my head is um, Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine, just the guitar playing. So, like, I just was hearing Gareth as like a speech. And then I'm like, do, 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 Like, is it like as if we were like at a rally and you're like, and you got to do this and you got to do this. And I was just like, yeah. But I can't play it, huh? Because we would get, um, uh, well, I don't know. Can yeah, I we'll copyright takedown? It probably has something to do with the NASCAR baseball cap we're wearing. Too. <laughs> It's just a whole a whole picture that's just being portrayed across yeah. the table. Maybe is it the NASCAR picture? I don't know. Is it the NASCAR? No, no way, dude. Because that would violate our last episode, and that would be me stereotyping you. No. <laughs> you know, we just talked about not doing that. Yeah, yeah. And then look at I just did it. Well, I think I mean it's a perfect uh, a perfect way to have a have a. <laughs> there it is. The there DMCA it is. Takedown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop it. Yeah. 10 seconds. Just gonna let you all know if you don't hear anything coming from Ryan's audio track right now, <laughs> it's because we're not trying to get this whole episode removed. <laughs> <laughs> you can take it off. No, but um but I think the um another thing with with soft skills to keep in mind is uh if you are somebody that's out there dismaying and you're like, I'm in my house listening to this podcast on soft skills because I don't like to go out, I don't like to be around people. It's it's difficult, it's hard. We we recognize that. These are not easy things. Um, you know, and in the same way that uh, you know, painting, design, writing um are difficult things that you practice a lot and mm-hmm. move from uh terrible to bad to okay to good to hopefully great. Um the same thing happens with soft skills. So I don't I want to make sure we have some like hard underlines under what Cody just said is that this is a real like you step into it, you start doing it. Um so I'm sure sometime in the future one of the one of these episodes we're going to talk if not multiple episodes about things like uh, micro habits or there's some like fun sort of things yeah, out there. Like so brushing your teeth. Yeah. Just really small, basic mm-hmm. things where, you know, if it's something you can do today, yeah. you know, you can start right now, you know, and if you want, we could get all Tony Robbins on you and be like, you have the power right now. You can do it now. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. It's inside you. <laughs> I 
When you've when you've had as many thousand Brown. hours of conversation as Ryan and I do, you just know where the other's headed. Exactly. So it's That's exactly. <laughs> you're darn right. And uh, hey, so this is a good intro intro episode. I think it's we fantastic. It off here. Yeah, I think it's a good time to jump out. And um, if what we've decided is this was such a good intro that the next episode we will talk about time management. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so as we always like to say, we do love you all. You are a fantastic audience, and we'll catch you in the next episode. You've been listening to Shaco Art Speak, a production of Shaco Art Space. We are an independent, nonprofit art gallery in Richmond, Virginia. We can be found online at shacoartspace.com and in real life in historic Shaco Bottle.